Welcome to Seeds of Hope. Listen now to this encouraging and uplifting message of faith and trust in our Lord, shared by Father Mike Moore. Who do people say that the Son of Man is? Jesus asked a lot of questions. I never realized how many until I ran across a book called The Questions of Jesus. It's written by a priest named Father John Deere. You spell his last name D-E-A-R. And in the first chapter, he tells you. He counted them up. It's going to surprise you, I think. In the four Gospels, Jesus asked 307 questions. Now, we think of Jesus as a teacher, and he is a teacher. But one of the ways that he taught was really the Socratic method. He asked questions. He just didn't tell people things. He asked questions because he wanted people to think. He wanted them to reflect. He ultimately wanted them to change their lives, change their hearts. You know, he asked that first question, and they say what the people are saying. Some people think John the Baptist is back from the dead. Others that Elijah, because they always used to talk about Elijah returning. Jeremiah, one of the prophets. But then he asks the question he really wants to ask. Who do you say that I am? And Peter, being Peter, he speaks right up. He's got that impulsiveness. But this time, he's got holy intuition. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus says right away, you didn't come up with this on your own. No one else told you this. This comes from my heavenly Father. So he asks the question. Peter gives the answer with conviction. The most important thing is what comes after that. Because Jesus changes Simon's identity. His name was Simon, son of Jonah. He says, you are Peter. He changes his name. He changes his life from this point forward. You are Peter. And upon this rock, I will build my church. The word Peter means rock. In Aramaic, it would sound like this. This is the language of Jesus. When he said that, this is the word he used. Kepha. You are Kepha. And his life changes. He's the rock. And upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. His whole life changes. So I think in this dynamic, it's really the dynamic of prayer. As Jesus asks these questions, they're answered, and then he says something back that's profound and life-changing. All these questions in the Bible, they're not just old words. They're not just words from back there. The church says in Vatican II that the word of God is a living word. And when it's proclaimed, God is present in the word. Not back then only, but right now. And so these questions are meant for you and me. 
I want to bring up three questions that are in the scriptures that I think Jesus is asking every one of us these questions today, right now. I want to take a little bit of time after each question so that we can all ponder the question. When John the Baptist saw Jesus, very beginning of John's gospel, he says to his followers, there is the Lamb of God. And two of his disciples go to search out Jesus. And when they find Jesus, he asks them this question. What are you looking for? Before we came into church today, I think that question's there. Every time we come into the presence of the Lord, he's asking you and me, what are you looking for? So what are you looking for? Tell him right now. Now, maybe if we take this moment, you're saying, I don't know. I don't know what I'm looking for. That's okay. You can take this question out when you go. It doesn't have to be answered right at the spot. But it is the question I think he's asking all of us. What are you looking for? And then the second question is the one that he asks Peter. That's the ultimate question. That question, he's asking us too. Who do you say that I am? What would you say to that? Maybe you're saying, you're the Christ, the Son of the living God. I I agree with Peter. Do we really believe that? And the third question comes from the very end of John's gospel. It's at the charcoal fire. It's after the resurrection. Jesus is cooking breakfast for them. And somehow at one point he has Peter by himself. And he asks Peter this question. Now think of God saying your name first here. And then he asks you, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you really love me? He asked Peter that question three times. What would your answer be to that question? Now, what's most important, as I said, is what happens after you give your answer. What does he say next? Now, people could say, yeah, but it was easy for Peter. He's standing right there with Jesus. He's telling him that, and he's hearing it right back. How are we going to hear it? How are we going to hear back from Jesus? He's not here in the flesh anymore. So many people talk about, though, they do hear him. It's something in their heart. It's a word that comes into their mind that they didn't know where that came from. It's something they hear from someone else later on. But whatever he's going to say next will be the thing that can change our lives. You know what happened in this last one? 
When Jesus said, do you love me? Peter said, Lord, you know I love you. And then Jesus said, feed my sheep. What would he say to you? If you just said, Lord, I love you. What's he saying back to you? Is he saying to you, love your family? Feed the hungry. Go visit the sick. What would he say to you after that question's answered? There are 304 other questions in the Gospels. It's enough for a whole lifetime. So those three questions, they're here today for you and me. What are you looking for? Who do you say that I am? Do you love me? If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you know. God bless you. If you would like to subscribe to the Seeds of Hope Reflections, just search Seeds of Hope with Father Mike in your web browser or wherever podcasts are available.